There's something new on Airs LA every day. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshta, and I'm the Chief of Optometric Services at the Center for the Parsi Sighted in Los Angeles, California, and the Consulting Director of Low Vision at the Braille Institute of America. Each Sunday, I'm going to bring to you tips and tricks that I hope will help you to cope while living with low vision. More tips and tricks to help you to cook on your stove and your oven. There are many special tips and tricks that people with low vision can use to make it easier to cook things on your stovetop and your oven. For people with low vision, the first thing to remember is that you must be wearing your appropriate pair of glasses if you're trying to cook on your stove. Many people make the mistake of wearing their distance glasses, but typically distance glasses are designed to focus at a distance of 20 feet or further. Others might wear their reading glasses, but for many folks with low vision, these reading glasses have been modified to focus best at a distance between 6 and 12 inches. When a person's cooking, it's too dangerous to lean closer and to get 6 to 12 inches away from that frying pan, so it's very important that you consult with your eye doctor and ask your doctor if he or she can design a pair of glasses that will focus best from about 2 to 2 and a half feet. The other advantage of wearing eyeglasses is that glasses can also protect your eyes from grease or other types of things that might splatter into your eyes. One of the things that we unfortunately see as eye doctors is that many people with low vision try to cook and unfortunately things might be splattering up into their eye and it can cause a severe burn to their cornea. So make certain that you're wearing the appropriate pair of glasses. The second thing, if you have low vision, is to make certain that you have sufficient lighting directly on top of your pots and pans and burners on your stove. Unfortunately, many lights that people have inside their kitchen is not going to project directly on the stove. Now, one of the things that one can invest in is a new hood. The hood is that metal surface that is positioned directly over the stove and it has an exhaust fan that sucks out all of the odors and the heat and blows it out into the ceilings and then through your roof. Now the newer hoods which are available at home improvement stores are about 150 to 175 dollars but they have a very very special light which is called a halogen or a LED light. Now these particular lights are extremely bright and they will focus a pinpoint of light directly on your pots and pans that are positioned directly over the burners. I recommend that you do get a type of a hood that will have a set of lights that are on the left side to focus on the left burners and on the right side to focus over on top of the right burners. And these particular types of hoods, they could be installed quite easily by a handyman in less than an hour. So it really isn't something that's a big project. If you cannot have a new hood installed in your home, another option is that there are also illuminated types of goggles or visors that could be worn on your head, and they're very, very small and lightweight, very similar to what you might see a surgeon using when they're in the operating room. Now these particular lights are going to be running on batteries so you don't have to worry about finding an electrical outlet and plugging it in. 
you could alter the intensity and this is going to make it extremely bright and give you much more contrast if you're going to be frying some steak or cooking some chicken or also do simmering other types of soups on your stovetop. It's going to make things much, much easier for you, especially if you have conditions such as diabetic retinopathy, macular degeneration, glaucoma, and retinitis pigmentosa. Now another type of a trick that could be very helpful for people with low vision is to use contrast as you're cooking. Consider purchasing pots and pans that are going to have different colors to make things a lot easier for you. So for example, if you're a person who enjoys frying chicken on the stovetop, it might be a helpful thing to purchase a wrought iron skillet. These particular cast iron skillets are going to be very, very blackened. And because it does have that particular type of iron, the more that you cook with them, the blacker that they get. Now this particular type of a pan could be extremely helpful if you're going to go ahead and cook some chicken because chicken and other types of light colored meats will actually show up very very well on this black surface. Another thing, these particular types of pans could also work very well if you're going to be making eggs. On the other hand, other types of pots and pans might have a stainless steel finish to it. And so if you're going to be cooking some tomato soup or other types of gravy, a lot of times it's nice to put these darker colored liquids into a stainless steel pan because you'll have the contrast which makes it a lot easier for you to see whether or not you're pouring the liquids or the soups right inside the pan as you'd like to. Other types of pans and pots also have something called silverstone. And silverstone is a non-stick type of a Teflon surface that's sort of a gray color. So the gray background also provides a very, very nice contrast. So if you're going to be grilling some steaks, you could go ahead and see whether or not th these steaks are quite darkened as you have them against this light gray silverstone pot or pan. So go ahead and use some of these particular types of tools to make the contrast optimal. Now, one of the things that people forget to realize is that it is okay to use your hands while you're trying to cooking, but only if you have the appropriate type of a glove. There are special types of gloves that are made out of silicone, and these particular types of gloves are actually gloves. They have a place for each of your fingers to fit into, so they give you that ability to use your fingers to pick up certain types of things. It gives you much more manual dexterity, so if you're going to be picking out a tray of muffins out of the oven and you want to pull one out to see whether or not it's cooked, you can actually grab it much, much easier by using these gloves with the fingers as compared to the old-fashioned types of gloves that are really more of a mitten, you know? it's very very difficult to try to use your fingers with those particular types of mittens. Another thing that's also very nice to do is to go ahead and to consider using a meat thermometer. Many times it's hard to tell whether or not your chicken or your meats or your roasts are actually cooked all the way through in the center and so for people with low vision or people who are blind a digital talking meat thermometer will allow you to insert the probe directly into the meat and you could then tell whether or not the meat is at that particular type of cook level that you want. These particular types of meters are extremely helpful also if you're going to be doing some barbecuing in the summertime. Another type of thing that's very helpful is to make certain that you can set the temperature 
of your cooktop or your oven precisely at that setting that works best for you. In our previous podcast, we talked about the importance of using timers, but it's also equally important to make certain that you have the temperature just the way that you want it. One of the things that's very helpful is to purchase a tube of high marks. Now, high marks is like a tube of toothpaste, but it has a special type of a rubber or a resin material that you could actually place and it will stick onto the dials of the stove. So if you wanted your stove to have a medium temperature and you know that this particular temperature seems to work quite well for you, you could actually place a dot of this high marks rubber and when you turn the dial, you could position that rubber right at the 12 o'clock position so that you then know that you have it exactly at that temperature that works the best for you. For my oven, what I did is I actually put a bump on the 400 and the 350 degree temperature so that when I'm going to turn the oven on, I can know specifically whether or not I have it at 350 or 400 degrees. Now these are just some of the tips and tricks that are extremely helpful with cooking and you could find many, many more by speaking with different types of independent living skills teachers, occupational therapists, and also by just tuning into some of the other types of podcasts such as Cooking at the Dark, which is also on airsla.org. So to get you some of these particular types of devices that might be helpful, take note of these particular websites www.shoplowvision.com www.maxiaids.com www.lighthouse.org www.brailleinstitute.org And there's many other types of locations that might be closer to you that have many of these types of things, including... The talking watches as a timer, the talking clocks to help you to estimate how long you've had things in your oven. They also have large print measuring cups, high contrast pots and pans, and many other types of cooking utensils that could be extremely helpful to you. So we hope that you will tune in next time for more with Coping with Low Vision. This podcast is intended solely for the use of the blind and the print-impaired audience. Any unauthorized use without the express written consent of Errors LA is prohibited. <laughs> <laughs>